Welcome to Roscoe Squeeze Off, the podcast. It's your boy Roscoe Squeeze Off. And the world's foremost authority in all things that matter, by the way. But today my topic is going to be about boxing. I want to know how do we fix professional boxing. Now, boxing, and this is solely my take. I think a lot of people will agree. But boxing has been ruined by not a lack of talent, but the promoters. So, when you start talking about promoters, you got, first first and foremost, you got uh, Al Heyman. You got Bob Arum. You got Golden Boy. You got uh, Chick. I mean, Eddie Hearn. Um, hold on. Let me let me tell you some more. Uh, Eddie, you got Eddie Hearn, and then you have uh, Frank Warren, Lou DiBella. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting. Oh, Lou Duva passed away. I mean, you got Mayweather, but Mayweather's under Al Heyman. I know Fifty Cent has a fighter or two. Uh, I think he has Gamboa who just fought uh, recently. Uh, who, who lost uh, he lost a fight to um, the young guy from Baltimore um, and when you the problem is when you have all these promoters um, and they all have their own interests and matter of fact it's sometimes it's not even their own interests matter of fact I want to know a promoter's job is I guess to promote their person and they're like promoters but they're like slash slash um managers so their job is to manage their person and promote their person so their job is to make sure that person makes as much money as possible and in order to make as much money possible is also to keep winning so their job I don't think the job is the job is no longer matchmaking. Maybe for undercard fights, and even undercard fights are not for matchmaking anymore purposes. I mean, they're trying to line up their nine and zero guy to fight some bum to make their nine and no no guy get the ten and zero, and he puts a guy that he can look electric against, so that way this guy can can build a following on the undercard. You put him on a few undercards for you know it. He got his own little venues, and Javante Davis was the guy I was trying to think of. On I blanked out on that, but um, you know, I think what you got to do with these promoters is we need to we need to scrap their system, and in, and and the problem is it's never going to get scrapped because the goal of any system that makes money is to make money, and they are making money even though boxing is starting to be ruined to a lot of us fans. We don't have the same type of interest we once had in boxing because boxing is so hit or miss. You know, you get a good fight, Triple G against Canelo, a couple of times, and next thing you know, that each guy's fighting pretty much bums. I mean, he did fight an old washed-up survey, Kovalov, Triple G did recently, went up to 175 to fight that fight, then he vacates that belt, he did that fight just to make money. We all knew he was going to win. He was a heavy favorite, even though he stepped up in weight. But we all knew Sergey Kovalov was not what he was before. So, it, it, it's like, we have a lot of fighters in the welterweight division that you want to see fight one another. 
Terrence Crawford, who's with Bob Arum. You'd like to see him fight any one of the guys from Al Heyman. I, I don't I mean, Spence, Thurman, uh, Garcia, um, Pacquiao. Now, Pacquiao, I throw that one with a curveball because, once again, this just proves that the promoter's job is to promote the fighter, manage the fighter, and the best interest of the fighter. So, Manny Pacquiao, prior to 2018, was with Bob Arum, and so was Terrence Crawford. But Bob Pacquiao never fought Terrence Crawford, even though they had the same promoter. Because the goal is for him to make as much money as possible. So if Terrence Crawford goes in and knocks out Manny Pacquiao in a terrible fashion, that messes up the money for, for Manny Pacquiao. If, if Terrence Crawford, if, if Pacquiao... Uh, if, oh, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm I apologize. If, if Pacquiao knocks out Terrence Crawford, it messes up the money for Terrence Crawford. And vice versa, it messes up for Penny Pacquiao. So he get beaten in a bad way. So as a promoter, he doesn't even want to mess up his own fighters against each other. Same thing with Al Heyman. Why hasn't Earl Spence and Thurman fought prior to Thurman's injury? You know, you know Thurman, you know, Thurman got the, the car accident and had the injury. But he lets him fight Sean Porter because Sean Porter is not really... He's that second-tier type of guy that gives you a good fight. Doesn't really have the puncher power to knock anybody out. So he makes for a tough fight for those guys. So he got a chance to fight Danny Garcia, Keith Thurman, Earl Spence. Because he's not going to knock off his top-tier guy. You know, so, and, and, and that's the problem. Now, because Thurman, as we saw, was a little bit damaged and wasn't the same guy. Doesn't have the power anymore since he since, you know, had that car accident. He let Thurman fight Pacquiao. Knowing it would be a good fight, could generate some good money, which it did. It's a decent fight. Pacquiao won. Pacquiao has not, why is not Pacquiao fighting Earl Spence? Since Earl Spence beat Earl Spence beat uh, um, uh, Porter, Pacquiao beat Thurman. Why aren't those two fighting each other? Why aren't those two fighting Danny Garcia, who just beat some bum the other day? That's the problem with boxing. The, the, the problem is they're managers as well as promoters. So their goal is to make as much money as possible while protecting their fighters. Which I fully understand. In a, in, a, in a sport where a lot of champions were standing in front of casinos shaking hands for a living and when they're in the 60s because they didn't make any money. You know, somebody like Al Heyman who directed uh, Floyd to making as much money as possible. I understand why they go that route. But I think in order to fix boxing, you got to blow it up. Or not even blow it up. We need to redirect it, funnel it. So the same way Al Heyman has, has acquired over 100 boxers. Al Heyman has, a, I mean, uh, Al Heyman has acquired over 100 boxers and can kind of manipulate and control the networks now. And Bob Arum has a stable of fighters, of good fighters. You know, with, with uh, Vitaly Lomachenko and Terrence Crawford and Tiafome, you know, these different guys. What you got to do is, I think you got to start a league. You know, uh, the reason we love football, basketball, baseball, hockey, these, they call them the four major sports, is because all these teams play each other and then it also comes down to a system where every team has pretty much the same opportunity or very similar depending on your schedule but you have the same opportunity to get to the top to be deemed the best 
And what's going on right now in boxing is that's not the case. Even when a, a, a you pick and choose, even when a guy's a champion or the top earner, let's say Canelo right now is probably the top earner, still a lot of picking and cheesing going on. You know what I mean? Deciding what you're going to do when you're not going to do it. So what I would love to see is almost a UFC style of league start in boxing. I thought there was a Danzen, I don't know how you say it, D-A-Z-N. I believe they have a good opportunity. But I'm starting their own little network and you pay whatever you pay a month and you get to see all their fighters. I almost wish they would partner with like an Al Heyman or a Bob Arm. And start signing boxes up and, and, and do a rank do your own ranking system. Hell with these sanctioning body belts. I mean there's ten different belts in each damn division, you know. So anybody that comes to the ring nowadays has somebody belt, you know, the we buy belts for you champion. I mean everybody has a damn belt. So uh, hell with the belts. Belts mean nothing. Guys give up belts all the time, they don't want to pay the sanctioning costs. Belts have no value compared to what they were before. Because everybody has one. Um, it's just like a millionaire, for example, was at once time so such an exclusive club. Millionaires are not looked at as exclusive anymore unless you're like a mega, a super multi-millionaire, because you have so many billionaires now. Used to be a time where there's only a few billionaires on the planet. Millionaires were where it was at. Now, your dent, your the dentist next door is a millionaire. You know, everybody millionaires everywhere nowadays. Not, not to say I'm one, but I'm, but it's a lot of millionaires out here. So it, it loses the exclusivity that you have, uh, you know, when it's when it's when it's so few of them. And it used to be a time in boxing where it was one champion per division. Also, it was a lot less divisions back in the day. It used to be a time where, and and I've actually thought they should do this in boxing. So all right, let me give you all my fixes because I'm just rambling on. Let me give you all of my fixes. Number one, I would love to see the one the, the one umbrella, and I'm going to go into this more, the UFC-style thing, the Boxing Federation, and that's just it. You know, you make a league, you you, you televise, or however you choose to televise, I guess you could do a, te- a multiple network thing. I actually like the dancing idea. Everybody pays for that one thing, so everybody get paid, you know, one network, like D-A-Z-N, and everybody can pay that network a five, ten dollars a month, whatever it is, and... You can they then they have an incentive to pay make a, a pay scale based upon your ranking. So if you're in if you're in one division and you're the champ, you get paid this much per fight. Number one guy gets paid this much. Number two guy gets paid this much. And make that through all the division. All the way down to the number 50th guy in every division. So everybody can make some money. You know, you see what I'm saying? You, or, or you or you know what you make, but you everybody has an incentive to work your way to the top. Not just to pick your pick and choose, move from weight class to weight class, move around, make this fight, fight a UFC fighter. Do you know all these different things that kind of ruin the sport? Alright. Number two, what I want to do, and I'll, I'll expand on number one some more in a moment. Number two, what I'd love to do is I would love to let's get rid of some of these divisions, man. I mean, I, I just off the top of my head, you got like the one, you got 120. Then you got 126. You got 130, you got 135, you got 140, 147, 154, 160, 168. Like, come on, let's go back to the old days. Let's make it, uh, you can do a 100 if you want. Then do a two, a 120, 140, 160, 180, 200, and then above.
every 20 pounds you fight inside of that what the hell we need to have every four pounds of four pounds or five pounds difference why not just make it if, if, if I'm 160 and I happen to be 155 I fight the 160 guy you know I have to get there under 160 to fight I have to get there under 140 to fight at 140 that way you have a bigger pool of talent instead of one guy saying I'll fight 130 right now but it's a nice champion I don't want to fight I'll move to 135 or I'm in 135 you know, Lomachenko and, and, and Tia Fome and Javonta Davis is on this on this one. I don't want to have to fight those guys. I'm going to drop down to 130. Five pounds away and now you don't fight? You may not fight for the next 10 years. It might be the two best fighters at the division and you never fight because of five pounds? That's what I don't like. That's another thing I don't like. So I'd love to see, you know, maybe, and like I said, if you want to do it, it doesn't have to be 20-pound increments. And make it be 15, 10 pounds if you, if you really had to. You could do 100, 110, 120, all the way up to 200 and make it 200 and above. You know, if you want to do it that way. Have one title at each class. Why do we have 10 at each class and then so many weight divisions on top of it? So you, had, like, you got 10 different titles and you're at 130. Then you go to 135 and you got another 10 titles. Then you go to 140 and it's another 10 titles. That's why. That's another reason guys don't have to fight guys. Because everybody feels like they're a champ. You call everybody that walks down to the ring champ. When they interview him, hey champ. That's how they interview him. Because everybody is a champ. So if you made the championship list a little bit more exclusive. Or the ranking system made it more exclusive. It would mean something. You know, you have an urge to want to fight your way up. And then also, you may, people say you have multiple fights. Uh, over and over no you wouldn't if you want you stretch out the weight classes so once you if you made a 15 to 20 pounds difference in between then if you worked your way up to number one and you and you got beat by the champ you drop back down another number five or six what have you and then you have to fight some other guys you may work your way back up but everybody fights everybody and you could, we just have to make a structure now you, you as far as the 300 million dollar fights and it probably get more difficult to have but at least it wouldn't be spectacles, man. You know, it's it's been a long time that a lot of us people who bought a lot of these fights, you know, these pay-per-view fights have felt robbed. You know, because when you when you watch a fight like the McGregor fight that we I wouldn't have bought that fight. I mean, but a lot of people did because they made a spectacle and they had, you know, great show showmanship. So Mayweather Mayweather's greatest selling the fight. McGregor's greatest selling the fight. I knew McGregor wasn't a boxer. He didn't have much of a chance. I know Floyd wouldn't want to pay him any attention going into it. And yet, it made a ton of money. Pacquiao Mayweather made a ton of money when it fought the fight seven years later. When it should have fought. You know, it, it, that what made boxing great in one of the adoring sports in, 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 in early history is because the best seemed to fight the best. Muhammad Ali fought all the best. Sugar Ray Leonard, Thomas Hearns, Sugar Ray Leonard, Hagler. Hagler, Hearns, Duran, Sugar Ray Leonard. Like, these guys all went at it, the best of the best, multiple times. And you had classic great fights. And it wasn't just, they 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 had to, they, they didn't just fight the, the greats against each other. They beat all the guys in between. So, yeah, when I lost, I had to fight four or five other guys real quick. But I whooped those guys and came back. And I understand guys don't want to fight but three times right now a year because they just want to make the money and enjoy the money. But... I mean, if you made a, a little system where they fought maybe three to four times per year, a ranking system, they can fight more if they choose. They want to build them, build up if they want. 
but you gotta have some type of a league network. And that, all right, just imagine football, NFL, if they were promoted individually. So, matter of fact, we, we see it. College, college football. Now, college football does have a system because they have conferences, things of that nature. But you have a team like Notre Dame who does not do a conference schedule in college football. And they pick and choose their outside schedule. I mean, they try to do their regulars, USC, Stanford, Michigan, things of that nature. But by them picking and choose, like they added Georgia because they're trying to get the championship. But they've had weak games, so we don't know what they really are all the time. And that's kind of where we are with boxing. We, You know, you think Notre Dame's good. They end up making it to, a, to the playoffs because you think, oh, they played a half-decent schedule. And they get mollywhopped. To take Nick Wright's word, they get mollywhopped. They get shellacked because they were not really that good. But we had no way of knowing because they picked and choose their own kind of schedule, and you couldn't tell. Whereas though, when you have teams like LSU this past year that played a great uh, SEC schedule and won all those teams, you knew they were tested. You know, uh, Clemson they played their schedule, but their history told you they were great from what they've done in the past with the championships, the whole nine yards. You know, you could tell by what, by their resume, what they were. And you can't necessarily tell what Notre Dame is by their resume. You assume their resume is okay with the picking and choosing they do, but you just don't know. And then when they get there and they get, they get mollywhopped or select, you're like, wow, I didn't see that coming or wow, I thought that was coming. That's kind of where we're at with boxing. Guys pick and choose, move around, bounce around, pick and choose with their promoters, and then when someone wins or someone gets molly wiped or beat, Adrian Broner was, was a perfect example. They had this guy fighting all type of bums who had no power, you know, and you thought he was impressive. Oh, the next Mayweather. But he hadn't fought anybody of substance. He fights somebody half decent in Madonna and he gets molly wiped. He fights Pacquiao, he gets molly wiped. He can't even fight. Nobody thinks he's great now. That's because it was picking and choosing. If we had a proper ranking system league where, where the fighters had to fight a certain ranking system to move up, then we would have saw all along, hey, this guy may not be the one. You see what I'm saying? Like, and and I don't and 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 that's I, I don't know. I don't want to say that you don't want guys to make money and all that things, but I just don't want the facade of let's get this guy a belt, let's duck around, hit him fight these other bums. We'll say he's the champ, you know, for so so long. And then we'll get this big money fight, which is what happened with Adrian Broner, without actually ever beating anybody of substance. So uh, in order to stop that, you have to make a new system. You have to have a UFC-style league, NFL-style league, uh, where it's a ranking system, maybe the 50 in each division. Make the divi- I, Listen, I wish I had the money myself, because the more I think about it, I think it'll work. You know, you, you make a, a, a league, guys fight through that league, you make a ranking system of how you pay the guys based upon their rankings. So it incentivizes guys to move up in the rankings. And then also you have a regular network. So DAZN I thought would be great because people pay for that network. And by being on that particular network, everybody see can go and see all of their fights one spot. You know what I mean? But you don't have to go. It doesn't have to be that. It could you could put it on a different local networks, kind of like what PBC is doing and Top Rank is doing between ESPN and Fox and C- C- CBS and Showtime. I mean, you could work it out if you want to do it that way. I thought the DAZN would be a great idea or something to that effect where all you do is boxing and everything's right there. So every Friday, different weight classes. You know, if you if you had ten weight classes. 
you know, 10, 10 pounds, you know, if you want to go 10, 10 a piece, or if you had like eight, going by 15, you know, 15, 15 pound gaps, and every week you got fights. Every week you run five, six fights, different parts of the country, you move it all around, different venues, and, you know, people can see that. And you, then you get to, it almost becomes like the NFL, where, you know, Thursday night game may, with Baltimore and the Rams may do really well. Then you may have a Thursday night game where it's, uh, where it was the Cardinals and, hell, who, 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 somebody, Cardinals and the Redskins. Yeah, it's not going to do great, but those fan, those fan bases are going to watch them, and people are going to still watch if you had nothing else better to do because you're a fan of that sport. You build a following, and you, and you put a, you, you put an ongoing schedule, and then also, number one guys fighting on a regular basis too. Every week, every month, you should have some number one guys fighting against champions, and, you know, because you have and you schedule it out, you stagger it out. You could actually make a very good product that way. I really believe that they got to change this product. Well, maybe this product just has more money, but I think you're losing so many fans to UFC right now. And it's just a sport that I love. I boxed when I was a kid, and I just would love to see them change it. Uh, and it's just my idea. I mean, it could be another better, a better idea somewhere out there. But I think you got. I think when you have that pick-and-choose style, you get Notre Dame. You don't know what you have. Your crowning team, your crowning them as a great team, the Golden Domers. They don't know, you know, you know they, 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 you play teams that are not, a conference that's not even good anymore in the Pac-10, Pac-12, whatever they are now, those guys. And then, you know, when they do, when you put them in the a, in a Final Four, you imagine put them in the Final Four because they get shellacked 30-something to nothing. They weren't good in the first place. And that's kind of what happens in boxing a lot because we don't know who these guys are. We don't know who Earl Spence is. You know, I really believe he could go, he could get him getting shellacked. He might be great. We just don't know, but they're crowning him. Like he's great. Um, we don't we don't, we don't know who anybody. I mean, we we don't know who these uh the the Charlo brothers are. And as great as Crawford, Terrence Crawford's been, who's the Hall of Famer he's beaten? And we, we, he, I heard him say he thinks he's a Hall of Famer already, but because of the lack of great fights that are able to be made when he has a division full of pretty decent fighters, as far as Crawford goes, he hasn't got to fight any of the great ones. You know, and, and it's not his fault, I don't believe. But, uh, you know, it's the system. It's the system that's in place right now with all the promoters. You know, it's, like I said, it's a million promoters out there. And and, and they're ruining the sport because they're, they're doing their job. Their job is to, as a promoter manager, is to protect the interests of your, uh, of, of, your, of, your, of your person you're promoting and managing. Protect their interests. And as you protect their interests... Make them as much money as possible, and they're doing that. They're making them money, and then and they getting them, you know, easy fights. So because that's what what's going on, it's making the boxing game a, a lot less interesting to us true boxing fans. You know, we get once a year you get a Triple G Canelo. Uh, I was happy to see the Thurman uh, Pacquiao fight. Even though I knew Pat, I thought Thurman would lose because he doesn't have the power. We saw that from the previous fight. His power is gone since he had that car accident. Not a funny fault of his own. He used to be Keith one time Thurman. Now he's Keith. Hope for a decision Thurman because the power is gone because of that broken elbow he had. But, um, hey, just tell me what you think, man. Hit me up anytime. Uh, Roscoe Squeeze Off at gmail.com. Once again, it's Roscoe Squeeze Off at gmail.com. Check on our Facebook page, Show on the Go 100. Show on the go 100. Uh, and that's the number 100, 100. Uh, let me know how you guys feel, man. I really hope that the uh, they work this out. 
and, and clean this up in my lifetime, man, because I would love to see great boxing again, man. Boxing was always my favorite sport. Nothing better than a great prize fight, and hopefully we can get it back going again. Talk to you soon. Washco Squeeze Off, the podcast. The world's foremost authority on all things that matter.